సహనావతు సహనౌనక్తు సహ వీర్యంకరవాహై తేజస్వినవధీతమస్తు మా విద్విషావహై శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి పూర్ణమద పూర్ణమిదం పూర్ణాత్ పూర్ణముదూర్ణ పూర్ణమాదయపూర్ణమేవాశిష్యదేశాంతిశాంతిశాంతిప్యాయంతు మమాంగాని వాక్ప్రాణశ్చక్షుశ్రోత్రమథోబలమింద్రియాణిషర్వాణీర్వ్రహ్మనిషం మాహం బ్రహ్మ నిరాకరోకరణమస్వరాకరణమే తదాత్మనిరతిపనిషత్సు ధర్మాస్తే మై సూ తే మై సూంతిశాంతిశాంతి శృతిస్మృతిపురాణాలయంకరుణాలయం నమామి భగవత్పాదం శంకరం లోకశంకరం శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతౌ వందే భగవంతౌ పునః పునః ఈశ్వరో గురురాత్మేది మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్తయేమేతరక్షరముద్గీతముపాసీతోపవ్యాఖ్యానం అతరేషుసంప్రసాదరూపేణనిష్పద్యతేషాత్మేతిహోవాచేతమృతంభయతి తస్వాతస్రహ్మణో నామ సత్యమే అదేషుసంప్రసాద అస్మాశరీరాస్సమాష్యకారిస్ప్లెయిన్ దిస్ పాసేజ్ ఎస్ ది డిస్క్రిప్షన్ ఆఫ్ వాయిస్ పర్సన్ హూ ఇస్ రియలైజ్ ఇస్ సెల్ఫ్ ఇస్ బ్రహ్మన్ నిర్గుణం బ్రహ్మ స్వేనూపేణ అవినిష్పద్యతేబ్లిష్ ఇన్ హీస్ ఓన్ నేచర్ సో దిస్ ఇస్ టేకన్ ఇన్ ప్రైమరీ సెన్స్ 
his own nature being Brahman, this wise person, Samprasadaha, remains established his own nature, which is Brahman, which is Paramatma. Therefore, Param Jyotihi Upasampadya. Having reached Param Jyotihi, the Supreme Light was interpreted as Paramatma Lakshan Vignapti Svabhavam Jyotihi. Jyoti is the light. Vignapti Svabhavam, the nature of consciousness. Paramatma Lakshan, of which the Lakshana characters is Paramatma, the Supreme Self or the, the Infinite Self. <coughs> Swasthyam Upagamya Ityedata. Svatmatmena Sakshatkutya. Realizing this Param Jyotihi or the consciousness as his own self, he remains established in his true nature. Meaning Paramatma or Param Jyotihi. The limitless self or the consciousness is Svatmatvena Sakshatkritya. Realizing that Param Jyoti is his own self, Svenur that itself is, is Rupam, Svenarupena Avinishpandyate. Thereby also indicating the identity between the Param Jyotihi, which is Paramatma, and Svenarupam, which is his self. So, Atma and Paramatma, meaning the Self is the Self of all. Self is limitless, Self is Brahman, so that also the Mahavakya, me or Mahavakya also becomes conveyed here. <coughs> Understand, this is the context of Upasana, really. And still, the reason could be because the Sutrakara has commented on this particular passage, as Jyotihi Darshanatiradhikaranam, where Sutrakara has interpreted the word Jyotihi as consciousness and not a Bhautika Jyoti, not a light such as the sun, which would have been the case in case of Upasana, understand. Secondly, when it came to interpretation of Svenarupena Abhinishpadyate, he becomes established in his own nature. Sampadya Avibhava Svena Shabda, the second sutra is Sampadya, having realized Param Jyotihi as his own self, then he remains manifest as his own nature. <coughs> so there was Sutrakara has explained this passage to mean that this is a description of a wise person, <coughs> which is not consistent really in the context of Upasana, but that's what Sutrakara has done, and that's what Bhashyakara also has done. <coughs> so there was a Tikakara problem here, that is why the question was asked, Nanu evam avachi no, sorry, no, even Swarupa Sampati Vacharam Prakruta Virodhi. So Swarupa Sampati Vacharam Param Jyoti Upasampadya Attaining the Param Jyoti, the Supreme Consciousness as His nature is Prakruta Virodhi is not consistent with what is the topic here in the discussion which is Upasana. Jivasya Brahma Svahata Uptav. If this passage says that this Upasaka, who is the Samprasada, realizes Jivasya 
ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಸ್ವಭಾವದ ಹಿ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಸ್ವಭಾವದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಓನ್ ನೇಚರ್ ದೆನ್ ತತ್ವಮಸಿ ಇತ್ಯಾದವು ಇವ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೇಮ್ ಆಸ್ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯ ತತ್ವಮಸಿ ಯು ಆರ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದಿಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೆನುಡೆ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯ ಕರ್ತರಾದಿ ಬುದ್ಧಿವಾದೆ ಉಪಾಸನಾಸನಾಟಿಲ್ in all sense of worship that i am the meditator so upasaka or meditator devotee it is this notion about oneself or himself that i am a devotee i am a meditator and i am meditating upon brahma which is aguna brahma <coughs> here in this i am meditating upon myself that is aguna brahma and still the idea of the meditator continues to remain <coughs> so then how can there if i am already brahman how is there a question of superimposing the idea of brahman upon me so anusthan asambhavat ityashankya so that question arises nasyatvam padarthasya kartarivadena padartha shodhana purvakam brahmatma uchyate so that brahmatvam that jiva is brahman or upasaka is brahman that is what is being said here he is not in the sense of negating his worship that is brahman kintu anyatra nirguna vidyaya mukto brahma sampatti upasya sagam brahma upasana lakshana anudyate anyatra nirguna vidyaya elsewhere later on there is nirguna vidya where there is upadesha that you are nirgunam brahma you are unqualified brahman you are brahman devoid of all the attributes brahma sampatti as a result of that teaching the moksha jignasu realizes the nature is brahman <coughs> that is brahma sampatti attainment of brahman attainment of seeing himself as brahman as in the teaching that you are brahman so understand the processes are different in the upasana and we said yesterday it is the process of becoming brahman in the teaching it is the process of recognizing that i am brahman in one case it is the process of becoming therefore the upanishads the vedas do prescribe becoming do prescribe reaching a world is all there when you call it paradise you call it swarga you whatever you call it that's always that is there so all those other traditions where bhakti is the most important like christianity or islam their primary sadhanam is upasana is worship either by a prayer by a namaskar by whatever the means they have adopted for christianity prayer is the primary means for here islam salutation is the primary means <coughs> but it is 
many devoting, worshipping Ishwar, who is different from myself. As a result of that worship, I go to the world of Ishwara. And there there is eternal heaven, you know. So there is an eternal dinner, whatever, however that heaven is described. Apanamasomam, Amruta Abhuvam, as Vedas also will say that, we have now drunk Soma and though we become immortal. So all that description is similar to this description. So our Karma Kanda and Upasana Kanda is similar to, or they are similar to, because it is much more ancient than that, you know. Except the Upanishad goes a step further, which they did not go. Upanishad says, Upanishad prescribes or the knowledge of what is, that you already are Brahman. Now that is something unique here. But as up to Upasana is concerned, there is not much difference in principle between these different traditions. And the same tradition is followed by the Vaishnava Acharyas, who also accept the duality of some kind or the other. So wherever duality between the Jiva and Brahman is accepted, the primary means or spiritual sadhanam is upasana, is worship. <coughs> the way in all those traditions of Vaishnavism also, upasana or meditation or worship is the primary means. And knowledge becomes supporting the upasana. <coughs> so therefore, the, uh, the Ramanvacharya would say, that first sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita talks about the knowledge of the self. So know the self and then worship Ishwara, the next six chapters, you know. <coughs> so this is a Vedanta inside is Tvampada, Tatpada. So everybody has their own way of looking at things. But here this whole context is Upasana worship. This is the method of worship that was prescribed in the Vedic times. Later on the same method of worship in the Puranic time is through Rama, Krishna, etc. So Saguna Brahma was described like this here. Satya Kama, Satya Sankalva, Ya Atma, Apahadapayesha, Atma, Apadapatma, Vijaraha, Vimrutti, etc. And so now it is described in different way, you know, Murli, Manovar, etc. So description has changed to make it easier for people to relate because now there is some madhurya. So bhakti has changed. In those days upasana is bhakti. But now some madhurya, some sweetness is added, some rasa is added. So that it is difficult to find the rasa here in these upasanas. Rasa in terms of love, you know, or devotion is a little difficult to find. So the, the now the element of love is added when it comes to the worship of avatar. So worship of susakasya stotavya kati vidagunah kasya vishaya pare tvarvachene patadinamana kasya navachana So to worship the saguna brahma with infinite attributes is one thing, but arvachene, meaning as far as your avatars are concerned, whose mind will not dwell in worshipping your avatar. This is all worship of avatar of one way or the other. This make, making it much easier for people to relate to Ishwara. The idea is to bring Ishwara into our life by worshipping. So Karma Yoga is bring Ishwara into our life. But still the worship Ishwara has manifested the whole universe etc. which is wonderful but difficult for an ordinary person to you know relate to. 
and that does not bring about the kind of bhakti bhava that a Lord Krishna or Lord Ishtadevata will bring about. So the personal God of Ishtadevata concept, you know. So this is how the thing is evolving, understand, you know, that the there is always evolution as far as the method of worship is concerned. So new packages are coming up these days also, depending upon what people can relate. See, even this also becomes difficult now for the modern generation because the orientation is intellectual and scientific and stuff like that. So keep on asking, how can I be Swamiji? You know, how can God arise and come out from from pillar and stuff like that? So they have these problems. So how can God cheat? That he asks for only three steps and then, you know, he takes a snatches of everything. So this kind of thing, which as far as we were concerned, created a lot of admiration, bhakti. For the modern generation, they have different kind of mindset. So you have to provide them something they can relate to. So you have to bring Ishvara into your life. In Vedic times, the mind was of one kind. And for them this was fine. They could bring Ishvara because they were always with nature and therefore we are so enclosed in the houses now that we are far away from nature, even living in the midst of nature. Who sees sunset and or sunlight, sunrise and moon, etc. It's a rare thing. Even though living in the oh look at the moon, you know, someday you see it. Someday you are come out and say, oh look at the sunset, how beautiful. So they were growing in that environment and they were watching all the elements of nature and their their contribution of life and there was that kind of a harmony, you know, tuning up that went on and then it was a different mindset which could visualize all this, you know, Virat, Purusha, etc. Then when the minds did not remain like that, then this method of worship, which is wonderful. This also become difficult now. People have problem with temples and murtis and things like that. Uh, and also strong influence of Christianity and Islam, which is there because constant bombarding about ridiculing the Hindu religion, etc. and ridiculing your form of worship. That bombardment is constantly there at the level of what they call the, uh, the, the, the proselytizing, you know, conversion, etc. <coughs> The level, intellectual level also it is going on. Every level it is going on. The Hindu tradition is attacked. Hindus are being attacked by the whole world from beginning to now in different ways. Now you cannot attack me literally. So attack them differently and destroy them in some way or other. They could not, they converted and destroyed the religion. Half of it is really destroyed anyway. Half the country is gone and, and religion is very, very distorted, you know, from what it used to be in the olden days. We think that nothing can happen to Hindu dharma. A lot of things have happened already. We are very damaged people already, you know, and so it has happened. So somebody says, nothing has happened. I say, what do you mean nothing has happened? Afghanistan is not there in India anymore. Pakistan is not there. Bangladesh is not there. Burma is not there. Sri Lanka is not there. I mean, there used to be time. And then Hinduism used to be in all the north. What is it? uh, What countries are south? South Southeastern countries and Asian. Thailand and you know all those places, Cambodia, etc. Even Vietnam. And so Buddhism and Hinduism went to all these places. So poor Indians or whatever you call them, you 
know, they are always recipient of attacks and they could not do and could not defend themselves in any way, military also or religiously or intellectually, you know, the same, same kind of attack is going on constantly over Hinduism. Through education system also with the British introduced in this country, by destroying our Vedic education, introducing this, the whole idea was to create slaves and create a mindset which is conducive to westernization, beginning from Niagara and whole that generation, you know. Which is JNU, it's all there. That education is being given. You know, all the, uh, the con- convent schools, etc., same education is given. And we have a young generation which what our Swami used to call neutralize Hindus, who are our own enemies. So we don't have to find enemies outside. Our own media and all these so-called intellectuals and communists, etc., are absolutely there. They just cannot accept and they, they cannot stand Hinduism. Even though they are born in India in their Hindu family. And so, uh, anyway, regardless of that. The idea is that how the forms of worship, then you have to adapt. So new packages will come up now, you know. And we may ridicule them based on saying, but understand, they are serving the society. All these mass movements are there, where it is the... Uh, Gayatri movement, you know, which involves masses. Or I, I don't want to name anything, but the point is that whether I like them or not is a different thing. All we can say is that at least people are going there. And uh, whether it's Swaminarayan or whatever, whether you like in principle, then people are going there in hordes. At least they are non-Christians and non-Muslims, they are Hindus, you know. So we have to accept the contribution, whether it is gone or whatever it is, their contribution. Because they could, they could uh, relate to the modern mind. And you know, Iskon has done a great job. When you imagine that the modern day people, Westerners, you know, their children are all seven headed with the tuft here and then they try side of Vedas, etc. You know, so uh, whether you ridicule them or not, but their contribution has to be taken, you know, made a note of. And they could recognize what the people need and, you know, how to fulfill that need and they successfully did it. Anyway, the point is that that has to be done. So, this is a constantly evolving thing. What is evolving? The Upasana will always evolve. What I'm saying is, the method of worship is always evolving. You can never say that we had a final word. Never had a final word. So, Gandhiji and company say that there is never a final word. Is all religions are equal. Why? Because they are all evolving. You see, this was the idea. Not equal in whatever way. All religions are evolving. No religion is final. Because nobody can have a final word about God. And it is true. Or Saguna Brahma, nobody can have a final word. As far as Tattvamasi is concerned, there may be a final word. But then, as far as Saguna Brahma is concerned, nobody can have a final word. Because Sakasya Stotavya, Kativida Guna, Kasya Vishaya. Infinite are the attributes of Brahman. And so, uh, who can say this alone is this and there is not so? <coughs> and there were Atarke Shwariyatvai, another Sanjay. So, his Aishwari is Atarkyam, that's how all you can say. And so, this fellow talks about Aishwari in one way, his fellow Muslim talks in different way, Christian talks in one way, this fellow talks in different way. It's all Saguna Brahma. And there were, your God is right, it's all idiotic to say this way or the other, you know. But think it because. So here you can see how in the Upanishads also 
that Brahman is described in differently in different Upanishads as Saguna Brahma is concerned. <coughs> Therefore the principle is that you should combine all those attributes. What I, we are reading right now is, he says, so to explain this, so Upasya Saguna Brahma Upasan Lakshaya Anudyate, that's all. So Mukta Brahma Sampati, what this passage described is Brahma Sampati meaning that attainment of Brahman which is done by a knower of Brahman. So attainment of Brahman is different for two persons. For an upasaka of Saguna Brahma, attainment of Brahman is one way which is going to Brahma Loka. That's what the eighth chapter describes. Umitekaksharam Brahma, Vyaharan Mahamanusmaran, Yafrayaritendeyam, Sayati Paramangal. So that is Bhagavad Gita. That's only an evolution, you know, from this Upasana Paddhati. So from here we come to Bhagavad Gita, which is further making Ishvara more conducive to us. And from there we come to Puranas, which makes Ishvara even more conducive. From that you come to 21st century, hopefully they are trying to make it more conducive. <coughs> so, so many devutas are there, so many temples are there, so many stories are there. Everybody has their own stories and all miracles and things like that. And people are attached to that. It's all required. Doesn't matter whether miracle is possible, not possible. This fellow is now interest, you know, he goes to temple. He worships Bhagavad. That is important. Not whether whether he says is right or not. Nobody can determine that anyway. Whether a miracle is possible or not, nobody has capacity to, to give a final word on that because everything is a miracle on one hand. And people have really reported their experiences on the other hand. And so, uh, and there were yesterday Swamiji showed me some pictures of uh, the, the temple which is consecrated, how many is five years ago? Three years ago in South Gujarat, in Anna. So some phenomenon of some light at, at 4.30 in the morning, you know. Now they have these uh, CCTV cameras, you know, in the temple. So even God also is constantly being watched, you know, by the camera. And so, so this Pujari, you know, uh, every day he makes it a point to just watch everything. He wakes up at 4.30 in the morning, so he watches, and, and he watches a phenomenon. There's a light coming, there's no source of light. Coming on on the Lord Shiva and then, you know, circumambulating and things like that. So, things keep on happening. People see Jesus Christ, there are that place in, in US and elsewhere also. Some light phenomenon is there, when sun rises then you see Mary and then Jesus Christ and thousands of people go there. Who can deny this, you know, and so, that's what I'm saying, it's inscrutable as a way of Ishwara in that sense. As far as Saguna Brahma is concerned, there cannot be a final word. You can only bow down. Either you can say, well, I am not comfortable with it, that's okay. Or, I don't understand you bow down. Now you turn, whatever you want to do. <coughs> you can ridicule if you want and you can dismiss them. Uh, if it becomes too much, then you can, you know, because so many matas are there, every riksha has a different goddess, you know, and so it's amazing. Uh, but all they must have all their experiences, I guess, you know. And so, now, Masani Mata, that's what I'm every day reading, you know, that. Because near Smashan, you know, that melody, Masani melody or something, you know. 
And so it has its own time, its own devotees and rikshas. Now I just, then I saw rikshas mentioned there also, you know. So it can go out of hand also. So what I'm saying is that ultimately superstition can go. That's how Shankaraja went around the whole country and broke down that superstition. So that also will happen, you know, becomes necessary. <coughs> but here the whole question arose, you know, about Saguna Brahma and Nirguna Brahma. No evolution as far as Tattvamasi is concerned. But there is always as far as the Upasana is concerned and worship is concerned. Uh, you know, uh, so beautiful descriptions of Karma Yoga are there. When you, when you read Mahatma Gandhi, you are reading uh, Tagore also, when he was describing the sister Nivedita and her worship and her service, how her heart was, he describes that. And you can see, you know, what what's the way of serving people and what's the way of worshipping God in the form of people, etc. So as far as that is concerned, everybody will have their own contribution because their own perceptions are there. In Tattvamasi they come to perceptions. As far as this is concerned, it is ever fresh and ever evolving. And we can always learn. It is from this point of view that we can learn from all traditions, whether it's Christianity or Islam or Sufism, etc. All of them are lessons to teach as far as Saguna Brahma is concerned. <coughs> Understand that that is the first step. That's the step of tuning up with Ishvara. And then that's why Upasana is always first described before Brahma Vidya. So Brahma Sampattihi, Mukta Brahma Sampattihi. Nirguna Vidyayam Mukta Brahma Sampattihi. Upasya Saguna Brahma Upasana Lakshaya Anudyate. So, Upas is Saguna Brahma. Saguna Brahma is the Upasya meaning the object of meditation. So, Lakshanaya, Anugyate, as though there is also an Upasana, Nirguna Brahma, then now. So, it is just reiterated here. And this is not the result of Saguna Brahma Upasana, but that result is, for purpose of praising this Upasana, the result is reiterated here. <coughs> It becomes difficult when Lord Krishna is describing all those yajnas in the fourth chapter, which are all sadhanas, you know. And Sushrutra, the Indriya, Sanyamagnashjukhvati, etc. In there, Brahmagnavaparayajnam, yajnayanayopajukhvati. Some people sacrifice Saguna Brahma in the normal, you know, Sopadika, Brahma, Sopadika, Atma in the knowledge of Nirupadikar. In between this Brahmagnya, so this Yajna also comes. <coughs> so then commentary will have difficulty, you know, why does this Yajna come? It's also praising, you know. So later on he's going to say that, say Andhavya Mayad Yajna, Jnana Yajna, so Jnana Yajna is praised later on, so he's mentioned here. All <coughs> Mimamsa Paddhati, so is it mentioned here, what is mentioned here is the Nirguna Brahma result in the discussion of the Saguna Brahma. So, Anu is Anuvada or only reiteration. Nasi hitavata kartrari Just because the result of Nirguna Vidya is say doesn't mean that it is Bhada or negation of Kartrutva or doership. Padata shodhana vadinatva because Kartrari Bhada can happen only with Padata shodhana, not by Upasana. So by meditation, the Kartrutva will never go. 
it becomes subtler and subtler. That's the whole idea. The idea of karma yoga and upasana is to make the ego subtler and subtler and subtler and more and more sattvic. So that it is ready to negate itself. Ego is to negate itself. Because knowledge takes place in ego, understand it. And it says, I am Brahman. So it has to negate itself. When does it become ready? When it recognizes his glories, then, which, you know, then it says that my smallness makes no sense to me at all. <coughs> so Kartrādi Bāda happens by, by, by inquiry or by deliberation upon one's nature. Here, in Upāsana, even Kartrūtva doership, a very, very fine amount remains always. So therefore, there is always going to be what they call the, 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 uh, the samādhi with always doership. <coughs> It's not nirupādhika, it's sopādhika. <coughs> so anyway, that is why, uh, and then, we go to the last uh, passage, see, all this tuti, etc. Now what is to be meditated upon, what is also, uh, in terms of stuti, also that distinction also has to be made in upāsana. <coughs> So then the last sentence here was, Tasyava etasya brahmano nama satyamiti. Tasyava etasya brahmano nama satyamiti. So then Bhashyakara explains that on the page 363. Because etat brahmaiti, see where brahma comes here now. Isha atmaiti hovacha. Now all of these words can be taken in a primary sense or in the, sec- in the, in the sense of Saguna Brahma and Nirguna Brahma also. But here Vashyakara has taken them in the, in the sense of Nirguna Brahman. So says Amrutam because it is Bhuma. So Vashyakara explains all these words Amrutam. Avinashi, Yogoi Bhuma, Tadamrutam Idyuktam. Amrutam is interpreted as Bhuma. Ateva Abhayam, because Bhuma is infinite and therefore non-dual, therefore Abhayam, fearless, free from fear. And therefore is infinite. And therefore Parikshita Mahadeva Nirupadik Mahatvarukum Brahmatvam, because in Bhuma there is no Parikshita, no limitation at all. Therefore it is Nirupadik, is Mahatva, the greatness is unconditional greatness, which is Brahman. <coughs> So avayam and etat brahma, atah etat brahma iti, therefore etat brahma. <coughs> so Tikagara said in page 360 in line 19, yadyapi so we say yesterday, Vyavahana Dustim Arabhya Upasana Pravrutti. This old Pravrutti or the implementation of taking of worship, whether it is in form of Karma Yoga or Upasana. So Upasana also is Karma, since distinguished it is mental worship. So Bhakti is mental worship. So when they use the word Bhakti in Bhagavatam etc., it is mental worship. 
So karma yoga and so karma yoga also involves bhakti. But when they use word bhakti, it is essentially the worship at the level of mind. Or worship merely not involving any vyavaharika karma. So shravanam, kirtanam, vishnu, smaranam, padasevanam, vandana, archanam, dasya, archanam, all of these involves retirement of vyavahara. So even if bhakti involves worshipping ishta devata, there also is only ishta devata is, is in your mind and nothing else. So all, no karma is there and no vyavahara is there. So in Bhagavatam all along there is sannyasa, the renunciation of all vyavahara. They denounce karma kanda, they denounce all sarga, they denounce everything. Bhagavan itself dismisses the whole karma kanda. Dismisses all swarga. Meaning, dismisses swarga means what? Looking for swarga as a goal is dismissed. Because it clearly says that it is not eternal. You are thrown out, you know, you are thrown away from swarga. So again, again it is said. <coughs> and so, but then what is that worship? Worshipping Lord Krishna or worshipping Ishta Devata. In terms of karma also, but what is that karma? Poojanam, japaha, chintanam. So, I poojanam in terms of the ritual or japaha in terms of kirtanam or chintanam in terms of meditation, dhyanam, sasmaranam. So, shravanam, kirtanam, smaranam. So, kirtanam is the oral worship. Smaranam is the mental worship. <coughs> and archanam is the worship at the level of the body. So, Poojanam, Japaha, Chintanam, that's how those three include all the Navada Bhakti in that sense. <coughs> but there is all Vyavahaya Dustim Arabhya. Accepting my present state of mind, where for me Ishvara is different from me. Although in theory I know that I am Brahman, as far as my present state of mind is concerned, Brahman or Ishvara is different from me. So we begin from where we are, not where we should be. That I am Brahman is the objective to be achieved. But where am I right now is that I find myself like a, a jiva and that Brahman is different. So upasana pravati. So that's the upasana or meditation is possible. Anyasana bheda bhavena tada yoga. If I keep on declining I am Brahman then there is no bheda then there is no difference in worshipper and worship and then worship is not possible. Any form of worship always presupposes a duality between the devotee and, and, and Ishwara. Tatrasana advityatma, therefore upasana advityatma is not there. Tathabi, then why this passage describes that? Paramatha dushtyashram advityatmam vastutvena upasastutyatam uchyade. But here Param Brahma is so upasana, so upasya vishaya. The objective meditation is described as Param Brahma, which it cannot be. Param Brahma cannot be objective meditation, Saguna Brahma alone can be objective meditation. So Param Brahma has to be myself for it to be Param. So Param means limitless and limitless cannot be separate from I. So Param Brahma has to be self. Therefore, all deliberation on Param Brahma is always a self. I cannot deliberate on Param Brahma as something different from myself. Yamaya Vaishya Vrunate, Ten Labhya. 
so one who accepts Param Brahma is one's own self, he alone can realize Brahman as his own self. <coughs> so they will begin that way. He will begin looking upon Brahman as separate from you. <coughs> then why is it, does this passage talk about Brahman is Param Brahma? Paramasadustyasyam Advitim. So ultimately the Upasaka is going to realize Brahman as his own self. Where even the divided upasana also will be negated. And he will realize Parambrahma is vastu, means ultimate reality, which is non-dual. Upasana, right now he is worshipping Saguna Brahma. So Saguna Brahma is the object of meditation. He prays as though it is Nirguna Brahma. So this description is for the stuti of Saguna Brahma, as though it is Nirguna Brahma. And the stuti also there were the result of the upasana also is as though it is the result of the knowledge of Nirguna Brahma. So all of this is then explained as the only Arthavada, as a praise of the Upasya Vishaya. The object of meditation by extolling it as Param Brahma and Upasana Phalam by extolling it as there is the identity with Brahma. <coughs> So this is how it is Shesha, that's how Tikakara is, all of this should be added Then, etat brahma iti, when Vashyakara says, and therefore, all of this has to be added. <coughs> so then Vashyakara is tasyava, etasya brahmana, nama, means abhidhanam, nama is name, abhidhanam. Of this Brahman, this is the Nama. This is the name. Vashyakara <coughs> continues, Kimtata Satyamide. What is that name? Kimtat Nama. What is that name? Satyamide. Satyam is the name of Brahman, which is to be meditated upon, understand? So, as we say, that the Nama name also becomes an aid to meditation. Because the name is true to the, uh, the Nami. The Nama is true to Nami. In that case, the Nama can help us meditation. That is why for Rama also, name Rama is explained as Brahman. Because that word should reveal what you are meditating upon. Then that Nama becomes an aid to meditating upon what you are worshipping. Because in the mind, the, the thought of the upasya vishaya or the object of meditation will go on, the nama helps you maintain that thought. So the Lord is omityekaksharma vyaharam. So reciting my name, maamunusman, and remembering me, that name becomes an aid of remembering Ishwara. And so then you depart, or that, that's how you meditate. Therefore the Upanishad or the Vedas also give us names. And so, what is it? Bhavasharo, Rudra, Pasupatyatho, Grasahamana, etc. All these different eight names of Lord Shiva are given there. In Shruti, that's what the, anyway, the Stotra Kaha says, you know. So Shruti Rapi, that Shruti also says that. So Shruti also here and there gives the different names of Saguna Brahma as aid of worship. <coughs> so Kim Tatna, what is that name? Satyamiti. 
Satyam is the name of this Saguna Brahma. So Om Tatsat, Lord Krishna said. So then the names are given as Om Tatsat in the Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> Here, Satyam. <coughs> so the Tika says in line 22 or 21, Ata so all of this is only stuti, called Brahman Satyam, because Satyam is Paramatikam Brahman. Satyam means what? Abhaditam. Now that cannot be Saguna Brahman. Therefore to call Saguna Brahman by our Satyam, which actually conveys the Param Brahman, is also only praising Saguna Brahman as, as Param Brahman by by assigning this name by, you know, Satyam. So, Sarva Stutyar Sameva Uptam. So, even this name Satyam also is Vastuti of Saguna Brahma, which is the Upasya Vishaya here. In the Bhashya, Stuti Siddha Sameva Tasya Nana Anvar Sattva Maha. So, Bhashyakara explains what Satyam also in the sense of Nirguna Brahma. Now, how can that be name of the Uptam? of Saguna Brahma, which is Upasya Vishaya. They were Stuti Siddhyatameva. So all of this Saguna Brahma is praised as Nirguna Brahma. And the result of Upasana of Saguna Brahma is praised as the result of Nirguna Brahma. <coughs> so all of this is Arthavada for Stuti for the whole passage. So the Upasya Stuti Siddhyatameva. That is this Nama Satyam also only confirms that this is Vastuti. That's how Vashyakara explains the word Satyam. The word Satyam could have been explained differently also. And the next passage will explain it differently. But here the word Satyam, Vashyakara explains. See this Vashtika, Sutra and Vashyakara, they have decided this. Whether Upanishad means that or not is a different matter, you know. But next passage explains the word Satyam in its own way, not in this manner. Next passage, the word Satyam is made of Sat, Sa and Ta and Ya, Yam, Sa and Ta and Yam. So that it is said. Now that's all applies to Saguna Brahma. But still here Vashikara explains Satyam is Abhajitam. It will be consistent with the interpretation that this is the passage describing Nirvana Brahma. In the, in the discussion of Saguna Brahma. So if you describe Nirugana Brahma in the discussion of Saguna Brahma, then you would say that this is only stuti of Saguna Brahma, which is Upasya Vishaya, which is meditated upon. And stuti of the results. It will Brahma Loka is the result of Saguna Brahma Upasana. Braham Brahma is the result of the Nirugana Brahma knowledge. So what Nirugana knowledge of Nirugana Brahma is stated as a stuti of the result of Saguna, Upasana of Saguna Brahma. And Nirguna Brahma description is given here as Tuti of the Saguna Brahma, Upasya. <coughs> so Upasya also is praised and the Phalam also is praised. <coughs> so Vashyakara continues to explain what is Satyam also as the Stuti because the whole passage is Tuti. So Satyam word also is explained which confirms that it is Tuti of the Upasya Brahma, Saguna Brahma. So that's how the name is explained in the same meaning as 
एज निर्गुण करना सुभाष्य कर रहे सत्यम ही दे सत्यम ही अविदथम ब्रह्म तत्सत्यम सात्मा उत्तम सो रिफर्स टू ओनली परम ब्रह्म सिक्स चैप्टर सेवन चैप्टर दिस चैप्टर दैट चैप्टर एवरीवेयर यू नो द रेफरेंस ऑफ परम ब्रह्म हियर आल्सो सत्यम ही इट इज वेल नोन ही इज व्हाट प्रसिद्ध दैट्स व्हाट विकास हवाई निपाद द्वयुक्तां प्रसिद्धि श्रुत्या दर्शयति तस्य हवाय तस्य तस्य हवाई Her and we are the two indeclinables, and so they both should proceed. Something well known is well known to the people who are well versed in Upanishads. Well known to them. <coughs> so prasiddhim shuddhya darshayadi. Basikara shows how her and we, these indeclinables, show something known. What is it? Satyam he that he is shown. What avitatham Brahma. So Brahman is all Satyam is already known as Brahman. Avitatham means false. Avitatham means true. So Satyam is very well known as real Brahma, true Brahma, or Param Brahma. Because Param Brahma alone is real, a Param Brahma is false. So the thing is that Nirguna Brahma alone is real. Everything else is false. Everything else is superimposition. So Saguna Brahma also, as far as Gunas are concerned, they are all superimposition. So they are not real in some of the paramatic satyam. So vyavharic satyam is fine. All karma yoga, upasana, all of that takes place level of vyavhara, which is fine. So vyavharic satyam. But vyavhara is not called satyam or stand of paramatha. Vyavhara also is called what? Vitatham. So vaitatya prakarana. So in that manduvika, the whole vyavhara is only proven to be vitatham means mithya. However great that Vyavara is, it is, you know, he is, uh, what is it, Jagat Karta, Jagat Palaita, etc., etc., and then Saragnya, Sarashaktiman, all of these falls in category of Vitasam. So Satyam, Avitasam Brahma. Why Vitasam? Because it is not Nityam. Pravaha Nityatam is there, but Kutasa Nityatam is not there. And so Saguna Brahma has Pravaha Nityatam. But in pralaya also is not the same. Sagu Brahma also in, in, in the state of pralaya is one kind, state of sthiti is different kind, and so it keeps changing constantly. So pravanityadam is there, but then the kutasthanityadam is not there. Only kutasthanityam is called satyam. So satyam avitatham brahma, non-false brahman is real brahman is parvadigam satyam. So the word satyam is well known as used in the sense of paramatic satyam or absolute reality. <coughs> Where do you find that? Tat satyam saatma iti yuktam. Right in this text itself it is said, Tat satyam. Tat means what? Sat. Sat means jagat karanam, ekameva advidyam, that is satyam. So word satyam is explained as tat tat. That's tat is satyam. <coughs> and saatma, and that is the self. <coughs> Therefore, Tari Sestika Tatra Uktasya Upti Vyarthayadi. So already said that Tat Satyam, Sat is Satyam. It's already said, then why are you saying it here? What's the use of simply repeating yourself? 
So tatra uktasya yogi vyartha. To say that again seems to be serve no purpose. Vyartha means does not serve purpose. Doesn't tell you anything new. Does not enlighten you any further. Doesn't give any new dimension. So what's the use of saying? You can say the same thing if it gives a different meaning. Sometimes you can repeat the words, but in different contexts, those same words may give a different meaning. In that case, it is not punarukti. Sometimes the same thing is stated in different words also. So where it is meant to convey something different, then it's fine. But same words and same meanings is just says there is no purpose. So So what is stated is simply says the word satyam is the same satyam there. That does not convey anything new. Then this repeat repeating repeating is where serves no purpose. ಪರಮಾಥವೃತ್ಯಾಶ್ರಯಂ ಇಹ So here it is stated as though what you are meditating upon is Paramathikam Brahma. So Paramathikam Bhuttyasrame Stuttyasam Uchyate. Saguna Brahma is praised as though it is Nirguna Brahma. So Stuttyasam. Therefore continuing the trend. Whole passage is meant for Stuti of Upasavishaya as well as Upasana. And so the word Satyam also means Paramatika Satyam, same trend continues that is also for Stuti of the Upasya Vishaya or Sagana Brahma. <coughs> so Vashyakara says here, Atha kimartham idam nama puna uchare. So question can arise, what's the purpose of repeating the same name here? The answer is given. ತತ ಉಪಾಸನ ವಿಧಿಸ್ತುತ್ಯರ್ಥಂ ಸೋ ದೆಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸ್ತುತ್ಯರ್ಥಂ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟೋಲಿಂಗ್ ಉಪಾಸನ ವಿಧಿ ಆರ್ ಉಪಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಷಯ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕೇಸ್ ಸತ್ಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಉಪಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಷಯ ಸೊ ದೆಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಉಪಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಷಯ ಏತದಮೃತಂ ಅಭಯಂ ಏತದ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಇದೆ ಸೇಮ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ರಿಪೀಟೆಡ್ ಸಬ್ಸಿಕ್ವೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಕಾಂಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ನಿರ್ಗುಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ So in this chapter itself, from 7th Khanda, the, dis- the discussion is of Nirguna Brahma. The same words come. Etat Amrutam, Abhayam, Etat Brahma, Eti. Same thing words come here for the, in the context of Saguna Brahma. So therefore this is the Stuti of the Upasya Vishaya, Saguna Brahma. And the name Satya also continues the trend of freezing. Saguna Brahma as though it is Nirguna Brahma. <coughs> That's what Anandagasir Uktasya Pundarukni Anathigadi Asanga Pariharti. The Asanga is raised by Vashyakara himself. Then Parihara also is given by Vashyakara himself. <coughs> okay, we will continue. Next class. <coughs>